Hello there. Trevor Brown here. Um, happy New Year. Happy January. Happy 2022. Happy New Variant, guys. Omicron time. Omicron. Uh, what a name. What a time to be alive. Another another lockdown. It, another soft lockdown, let's call it. But it's a, it's a lockdown, isn't it? I feel like it's a lockdown, even though it's not a lockdown. You can go to the shops and you can do a few bits and bobs. But I'm still, we're, still, we're, we're still seeing nobody. I still got a text on Christmas Eve that meant I had to cancel all my Christmas plans. I didn't have COVID, but I was a close contact. So um, from the 24th until the 28th, it was just me and my family uh, in the house, which ended up being lovely, which actually was kind of nice. Um, but I hope you had a nice Christmas, you lovely premium listeners. And what do, what do I want to talk about? Well, first, first of all, I'm only on to introduce the episode that I want to play now. And first of all, um, or second of all, if you hear weird sound or quality issues, I am speaking to you via my iPad. I don't know where my <laughs> I don't know where my lead is to connect my microphone to my iPad. I had a lot of salt intake, a lot of alcohol intake, a lot of sugar intake over the last couple of weeks. I've got a weird type of amnesia with like where my cables and buttons and all my stuff is. And my lead has fallen victim to my sugar, alcohol, um, isolation infused or fueled uh, amnesia. So apologies if this sounds a bit off, but I'm going to switch over to our studio recording pretty soon. So the audio should take a nice dramatic lift in a couple of moments. And so this is a premium episode. And, you know, look, just to say thank you for forking out five euro a month for supporting this podcast. We started this as a little like not a joke, we, we, we take this very seriously and we, we love the podcast, but we only did it for selfish reasons because we missed each other as friends and we missed watching movies in a collective and a collaborative sense. We were watching and doing things in isolation and we wanted to have a reason to come together and this was it. And people started listening and then Headstuff took us on and now you guys are paying to support us. And while you haven't been knocking down our door saying, where's all our premium content? Because the great thing about Headstuff is while we get up and running and we get we get recording all additional content you guys have a vast you know host of 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 stuff on the head stuff plus network to keep you busy and keep you occupied and hopefully that gives it gives a bit of worth to the five euro sub and also the lovely peace of mind that you're supporting uh, an indie podcast (laughs) but uh but also you know we owe you some premium content here and we want to get the ball rolling so what we're doing for this month is because the Cinestream, we like to record it in chunks. We do seasons. We do we season one, which was 10 episodes. Season two, which was 10 episodes, brought us up to the Muppets Christmas Carol. And we're going to get season three rolling in the next couple of weeks. But until we do that, we want to give you guys a sneak peek into the next season. And so this podcast is one that we recorded over the Christmas. We wanted to do this film for a long time. It's a film that's near and dear to my heart and Andrea's heart for lots of different weird reasons, which we'll get into on the pod. And it's a film that Ed always wanted to watch, but never actually saw it. Um, so, yeah. And it's, it's kind of a film that you watch this time of year. You don't watch it Christmas Day. Well, you might do. But you're going to watch it the week off Christmas or the week after Christmas. or And it's also something that you might watch around Easter time. So it's kind of season for the movie. 
so I'm over dramatic. I'm over like inflating um, the, the intro here. It's sound of music. We're doing sound of music. That's 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 the film that we're going to talk about. But this is the uncut, unedited. Like don't 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 worry. We've taken out all the crap and taken out all the weird sounds and all the hiccups and all the and all the bumblebees buzzing through the studio because uh, we like to um, record our, our our podcast in a in a hunry a hunry. Where do you make honey? A hunry. <laughs> In a, in a hive, a hive. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. I, yeah. Anyway, I've had three cups of coffee and it's eleven o'clock. Um, I. We yeah we've edited it we we've edited out all that crap but we've kept in all the good stuff and even some of the stuff that we mightn't put onto Spotify because we're like oh that's a bit controversial we kept it in for this because you guys are special and we trust you guys and you guys you guys like the cut of our jib and we like the cut of yours so here's some uncut jib <laughs> so without further ado or to do or um a new or um a flu hopefully after this wave um. This episode is The Sound of Music, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I think we're all in flying form. Uh, We had a great time recording this one. And what we're doing um, in the meantime, just so you know, we're tonight, actually, we're going to record our kind of recap of the year and forecast of next year, of this year. Um, and you know what we're watching stuff that we've been doing stuff that we've been watching on tv so it's kind of a general episode so we're recording that at the moment and that will go out um that will go out in the next couple of weeks and then we're going to get into get into the good stuff we've got some really good exciting movies that we want to cover some really good irish movies uh, some really good just 80s action movies uh, stuff like commando and uh, that's that's one that we're, we want to get on um but also if there's anyone out there, because hey, you're a premium guys, and we listen to you guys more than we listen to anybody, even ourselves. So if there's any guests, like if you're familiar with the with the Irish kind of comedy or entertainment scene, just anyone that you like on the podcast, let us know. Just tweet us, just Instagram us, just message us if you don't want to do it over the, the you know in full in full in full visibility of everybody. Uh, just send us send us a DM or something and um, let us know. And if there's a movie you'd like us to cover, same thing. Just tag us, comment, send us a tweet. Whatever, whatever way you want to get the message over to us, send it to us, and we will listen. And unless it's something crazy, like you know, I want you to do, um, you know, fucking like the the the, the direct to video Sweet Valley High movie that was released and nobody saw. And um, I don't even know if that was a thing. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> but if it's a if it's a half decent suggestion, we will put it on the list. Um, that's it. Six minutes now. Uh, now I'm just buying time. Um, guys, thanks again. See you soon. See you over on Spotify soon. But in the meantime, here's your little premium episode. It's Edwin Simon, Andrea Farrell, and me, Trevor Brown, chewing the fat on the sound of music. I can hear some music coming from the hills. It must be the sound of music coming from the... Are the hills alive? Hang on a minute. (laughs) Trev, hills can't be alive. (laughs) Unless they're alive with a sound. What is that sound? Ed, can you listen listen out to the horizon? It's like the hills are alive. With the pitter-patter of young Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Like, the pitter-patter of Von Trapps walking through the hills. It's like they're almost alive. The hills are alive. Ed, I think they're alive with the sound of... Podcasting? Yeah! <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of podcasting, guys. It's time to take a deep dive into S&M. Sound of music. It's with Dre. It's with Ed. It's the sound of music. Let's go! Guys! The podcast room is alive with the sound of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin and Dre, 
We're back in the room. We're excited. <laughs> I've had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I'm on the up. We're here to talk about one thing. The mics are alive with the sound <laughs> of hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> the takes we've been giving for a thousand years. Episodes. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> Make every podcast. <laughs> uh, guys, send of music. Look. We've done Muppets Christmas Carol, we've done Die Hard, and we want to do something else that's December-y, winter-y, holiday-y, and, you know, you're probably listening to this post-Christmas or during Christmas, but either way, you're sick to death with Christmas movies, but you're still watching the movies that you watch during Christmas, and this is what this is about. There's a lot of movies that we watch during Christmas. Mm. You watch Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Yeah. I watch that movie also. I also watched this movie also, Santa Music. So, you know, it, it, it's a it's a we're doing nothing for a few days and we're bored, but let's watch something that we can all watch together. I'm still watching music. it because it's so <laughs> fucking long. Yeah, yeah. We're watching it right now. It's yeah. A, it, yeah. It, like nowadays it would be a it would be a streamer um, miniseries musical. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's be a six episode event series on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> it would. But like, what what does it mean to us? Like, I, I when I was a kid, this film actually this actually has a little place in little Trevor's heart. I watched this a lot as a kid, mainly because my auntie who lived next door to me was a big musical person, but like old school musicals, <laughs> Sound of Music, uh, all the Doris Day stuff. Yeah. Uh, good old, good old, good old Bing, Bing Crosby, a little, a lot of Bing musicals she used to, and Fred Astaire and all that stuff. But Sound of Music was always in the, in the rotation in that house. And I actually remember watching it on like a summer's day on a Saturday. For whatever reason, we're all just in the sitting room and she threw it on. And it was a recorded, um, it was a recorded from the telly tape. Mm. So all the ads were in it. Mm. So rather than fast, I don't know if you ever did this, but when we ever watched videotapes that were like movies recorded off the telly when we'd watch them when the ad break would come on rather than fast forward we'd all just like act like you would if the ad was on and we'd go yeah. and make a cup of tea or go to the toilet and yeah, have, a, yeah. have a little chat it was like a little break so that's, that's uh, 17 intermissions yeah yeah so because with the ads like it's a four hour yeah it's yeah. a four hour viewing experience but my memory of it was just loving it as a kid it kind of captivated me and um, I found it very magical like I don't know if you showed this to a eleven year old boy today that they'd have the same experience, but I definitely mm. had that experience watching it. I loved it, and I've rewatched it a lot. I watched it when we first got, funnily enough, when we first subscribed to Disney Plus. It was one of the first movies me and Paula watched together. And the other memory I have from the movie is that Paula's family are lovely people, all lovely people, and they're uh, they're they're. They're cracked in the best sense. They, they, like, you get great crack out of them. But I remember I was only going to Paula like a year or two and we went over to one of our aunts for Christmas, Stevens's Day. And at the end of the night, when they're all saying goodbye to each other, every time somebody was getting up to leave, everyone stood up and did the whole uh, <laughs> so long, farewell. And like they did it once and it was funny. And then somebody yeah. else was getting up to go and then they did it again. 
and then somebody else getting up to go did it again and then we were getting up to go and just the remaining like three people did it again <laughs> and it was like, out of the way home I was like that's, that's, that's funny that, that was kind of a funny joke I was like no no that's every year we we did it every year so it wasn't an off the cuff no no it was like it's a thing it started as off the cuff yeah and then they don't do it anymore they don't still do it but um so but it's funny because like it's a film that means a lot to me a lot of memories of it my mom um as well my auntie but but it was just so nice to see that it's something that Paula shared and then her so it just it's that's a kind of direct example of how it does transcend generations it's it's a yeah, it's a very yeah. broad movie that anyone can watch anyone can enjoy mm. and yeah I, I i'm hey i'm a big s i'm a big s and m guy <laughs> apparently yeah that's what it sounded music sound of music guy yeah yeah or as christopher Plummer used to call it when he was filming it the sound of mucus yeah because he was a big anti-SNM yeah. guy uh, but we'll get into that we'll get into yeah, that yeah. Uh, Andrea what about you where does this bring you back when you're watching it now brings me back to my to my little childhood days of of being involved in musical theatre and ah. you know this this I, I'm a big musical person right. I love I love my musicals mm. I'm like you Trev mm-hmm. um, and my mum would always have these films playing uh, in the house and you know when you have a sick day from school oh yeah uh, yeah yeah big sick day movie big sick day movie yeah um, big Easter movie actually for me me too Easter yep um, but then I'm particularly fond of this film because when I was doing my leave insert right um, the BBC hosted a reality TV show called How Do You Solve a Problem Like, like Maria like Maria yeah I remember that where they were looking for yeah. the new leading lady yeah, for yeah. the newest uh, West End production of the show and it was my study break yeah not that I studied much but <laughs> it was every on Saturdays you know this the show was like an hour and a half maybe two hours yeah. long Graham Norton was hosting it I oh, loved yeah. it and and am I remembering this right uh, Lloyd Webber would sit in like a big throne yeah like you know like mm. like a weird like little kind of send hum- me your Maria <laughs> yeah, yeah that I may with judge his, them. with his little hands and his little legs kind of dangling yeah. from the chair because yeah. he's so short yeah. uh, that was a good TV show yeah, yeah. I, I auditioned for one of those shows before. really yeah they they did the Wizard of Oz a oh. few years later yeah going to be Dorothy <laughs> and I, I went up to Belfast to audition <laughs> oh yeah and uh, didn't get it okay obviously didn't get I got how in, old were you how old was I I was probably like. 21. <laughs> okay. 21. Why? So, so you could you, you, you have played... The point is... You could have I played, wasn't going for Oliver. I was... Yeah. I yeah. was uh, <laughs> but I mean, 21, you could still play the uh, the eldest Von Trapp child. Oh, 16 yeah. year old. She was 22. She was 22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I was I was going for Dorothy in the in the Wizard of Oz, and they went. They said they wanted a kind of a new modern version. So I I, I sang a, like a different style to punk. The, the main yeah, post-punk the main style song. <laughs> and they ended up just going traditional route in the end somewhere over the motherfucking <laughs> rainbow <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah clouds are somewhere it's like I, lo- I love that in, in the zero zeros like they did all these remakes of like old songs in a punk style and all they were yeah, doing yeah. was just like play- playing the song exactly but just shredding the guitar yeah. you know the zero zeros. The, zero, yeah, the, the zero naughties. Zeros. The naughties. <laughs> the zero zeros. Hey, I'm so, a big Although zero. the naughty sounds a bit shit. Uh, it also sounds a bit naughty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Edwin, where did this bring you? You've never seen this film, This right? brought me right back <laughs> to uh, a few days ago. Yeah. 
<laughs> when I watched this for the first time. But I realized actually, weirdly enough, that I had seen a tiny amount of The Sound of Music. Mm. I had heard a little bit of the sound, yeah. but not the full Which proportionally could be an hour because it's such a long film. Yeah. You probably know it from the Gwen Stefani uh, samples. Oh, what? Does she have samples? Wind it up. That one. Oh, no. Oh. The only Gwen Stefani song I know is, you know, the fruit song. B-A-N-A-N-A-N. That's this song. How you spell bananas. It's in that, is it? Oh, fuck. How do you spell a fruit like bananas? How do you solve the problem like Stefani? It was that era, era, Stefani. She sampled the sound of music. The worst era, some would say. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, don't speak. Don't fucking sing, love. Because <laughs> the, the the only bit I recognised from watching it, I mean, obviously, I've, I've I know some of the songs mm. just because they're in the public. They're in the lexicon, baby. They're yeah, they're in our, they're under our skin and in our DNA. Mm. And it's one of those things where it's all encompassing, all permeating type of. Uh, IP mm. and uh, mm. Mm. but the one bit I had seen that I re- I was like oh I I have weird memories of seeing this so I think the only bit I actually saw when I was a kid was spoiler alert for cutting room floor the one thing I would cut from <gasps> the movie which is the song where she's like I am sixteen going on thirty four <laughs> uh, that whole thing baby I want a drink yeah yeah <laughs> which was um, I mean it. it it taught me an important lesson that even even Nazis can love mm. um, Ralph. But Rolf. That's important, though that song. Yeah, is it? But um, <laughs> but I but that was the bit that I'd seen. I think it was on TV, and yeah. I seen that bit. Yeah, and it's I did. I did. I didn't know what it was from. Yeah, because obviously the, it doesn't. It's not one of the main songs. Yeah, Julie Andrews is not there, so I didn't know. I was like, mm. oh, what's this shit? Yeah, and I just left the room or something. But I was like, oh yeah, so that's from uh, the sound of music. Oh, okay, and it's a bit of a creepy song. <clears throat> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of aged the same way baby it's cold outside is aged yeah, yeah. it's, it's aged it's like milk because yeah. she's singing I'm very I'm 16 going on 17 you're eight, 17 going on 18 and she essentially says I'm young and stupid and I need an older man to tell me what to do yeah and then they kiss and it's like she's had a fucking multiple orgasm the scream at the, at the end, end. yeah she's like Ugh. the witch's cackle yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not even a it's not even a sexy kiss. Fun fact about... Uh, I know we haven't gotten to Trev's trivia yeah, yet. Trev's trivia. But fun fact about that scene... Um, Dre's discourse. <laughs> Dre's discourse. <laughs> that was the last um, the last thing they shot. Yes. And the actress, uh, when she was rehearsing, she had her rehearsing shoes, you know, that were all broken in and stuff. And yeah. then when they went to shoot it, they gave her, like, you know, her performance, yeah. her stage shoes. Wooden clogs. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they, they forgot to... The um, cutters. They forgot yeah. to put, like, they would put this lining on or, like, put a rubber sole in it so that yeah. it has a bit of grip. Yeah. And the dressmakers or whatever forgot to do that. So when she went full flog and jumps up on top of the bench, mm-hmm. she slid and smashed through the pane of glass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fell through the other side and sprained her ankle. Wow! And everyone was and, panicked and died and died. <laughs> so she she was cut. Mm. Her ankle was sprained, and they just patched up because it's kind of a dark scene. And yeah. the gazebo was ruined. Yeah. Ruined. 
And they, fi- yeah. they fix the pane of glass. They put um, a kind of a, a supportive strap on her leg. Yeah. And they covered, they covered it with makeup and she continued and she did the dance. They gave her the, the flipping practice shoes. Yeah. And she did it with a sprained ankle. And she said that at the end of the performance that every single person in the cast and crew gave her a standing ovation. Yeah. Of like, fair play, we all wanted to go home today too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she she said a weird thing in this, in uh, this you know, um, like, 20, like 30 or 40 years later interview. She's like, that was the happiest moment of my life. I mean, apart from my daughter being born and my <laughs> granddaughter being born. Because they are listening. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if they're not listening, then this happiest moment. But that's something <laughs> yeah. she did by herself. Yeah. yeah. And her, her thunder wasn't taken away by a child. But that's, that's showbiz, baby. Oh, yeah. That is showbiz. Well, yeah. look, we're, we're getting into it. We're getting into the mix here, you know. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting scratches of thistles on my face because we're getting into the weeds. Getting uh, into the Edelweiss. <laughs> getting into the Edelweiss. That would have been better. <laughs> Let's do that one again. Edelweiss. <laughs> I, and, oh, sorry. Another thing where it brings me back is I, I sing Edelweiss to Lottie when I'm putting her to sleep now. Oh. Not true. Um, well, yes, true from knowing Sound of Music, but not a recent thing. It's just, it's just a song that's... Kind of, it kind of, it sounds like a nursery rhyme when you're singing. Yeah, it does. It's, and, uh, it's a lovely nice song, and, and it's e- and I find it it's hard to sing hard songs when you're singing low and whispering because mm. your your voice breaks. So you can kind of go nice and deep. Yeah. Mm. I sing Enter Sandman, to <laughs> and you just do the, uh, the guitar intro. You know, like, go in, make a friend, every problem Go to sleep, little boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> For the back alley Oscars here, we're, we're going to stick something up a back alley. What are we going to stick up there? Mm. I've got the opening shot <laughs> uh, now. I, I've got some conflicting ideas about the opening shot. Yes. I also have it on the cutting room floor, <gasps> so it's a, it's, it's fantastic scenery. Mm. It looks amazing. It's gorgeous, and uh, yeah. I think one of us said on I think you said on on WhatsApp to it's me. It's like a, it's like an ad for tourism Austria. It is. It's and, yeah. beautiful. And, and the Technicolor, yeah. the, the, mm. the, the saturation, the greens, the different the different yeah. levels of greens yeah. is yeah. gorgeous. But it goes on for about twenty minutes. It's very long. So just just just, yeah. just 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 narrow it down a little bit. But was, they're also showing a lot of the credits at the start. Was this just before the that, time when they? Yeah, that was the union rule. The union yeah, rule. Yeah. They had to show. You got to show all, all the credits. The credits Who stays with a credit at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Until George yeah. Lucas came along, and was that who changed it? <laughs> uh, well, he got kicked out of the Directors Guild for breaking the rules. It was still yeah. a rule back then. Yeah. Oh, really? And then he just was like, "What happens when you get kicked out of the Directors Guild?" Nothing. Um, can I get back in, please? I want to make a movie about spaceships. Mm, you I'm still get to, to make movies. You're just I'm going to have to make millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, you just make independent movies for want uh, of a better word. So Emperor yeah. Strikes Back became. An indie the movie. Biggest, the biggest, biggest indie hit. Independent movie of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He put all his own money into it. But uh, you think it goes on too long? Uh, maybe. The, opening, the opening sequence does. But, but I still have the, the scenery. And, uh, but what I was getting at was the, the panning across and then like that helicopter shot. And yeah. Then, and yeah. It, and then it goes up to a, a close Great up. Steady it's, cam. Almost like a, Unbelievable. it's almost like a match cut. Yeah. Where obviously, if they did it today, you do with a drone, and it'd be easy peasy, exactly, lemon yeah. squeezy. But that was with a helicopter, and they had to do it in a way where there's no shadow, yeah, and there was no wind blowing, yeah, on, on yeah. the grass and everything. And I did no, not I couldn't actually find it. I remember years ago watching a making of, 
and there's a whole like that whole sequence took like a couple of days because yeah. she had to run like there was somebody obviously on walkie talkie telling her when to run up when the to hill run, yeah, had to time all, it properly yeah. exactly yeah but it's it's a really powerful opening shot and yeah. then it's a great opening number and then I actually forgot about all the bits I, my memory of that scene is she's on the grass and she's on mm. like singing or whatever but I forgot that she's like throwing pebbles in the water and she's like running through the trees and everything so yeah. hey, it, it's lovely but anyway, I've got that for your consideration as yeah and, and, and it's I always love it when the characters in the movie say the title of the movie in the movie. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's like straight away, yeah. no mess, and she's singing The Hills Are Alive with the, the sound, sound of, of music. music. Yeah. It's like yeah. second line. And yeah. so be it. We have the Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gandalf appears on the... Because actually that shot near the end, spoiler alert, yeah. the shot near the end where they're walking to the mountains was very much... Fun fun fact there about that. Switzerland. <laughs> fun fact about that is which I found out on that Sue What's Her Faces doc documentary. Sue Perkins. Sue Perkins. Um B- BBC doc on YouTube. Like we'll all, put a link all the, to it in the podcast. No. You know, like the worth a watch. In in terms of location and stuff like it, it was it, was, it yeah. was all wrong I mean they actually just got a train to uh, Italy I think yeah. Um, yeah. Italy, yeah. The, yeah. True, the true story of, of the yeah. they're family. just back from America but, but the shot the shot of them walking through the hills at the end like walking their way to freedom yeah. where they were walking to was actually the, the area they were walking straight to was Hit, Hitler's holiday home no way! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no way. Yeah, his holiday la- home in, in the hills. In the last episode of Band of Brothers, where yeah, the, yeah. The, the eagle, where they go up the, the eagle's nest, eagle's nest. The eagle's yeah. nest. Yeah. that's yeah. where it is. Well, they, ah. even Hitler never went up there, right? Because Hitler, they built this golden holiday home up in up in the mountains, and Hitler yeah. never went up there because he was afraid of heights, ah. and yeah. because oh, yeah, he yeah, 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 allegedly yeah. shot himself. Yeah. Allegedly. conspiracy theory. Allegedly, he shot himself yeah. in his alleged one ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how quickly in we're it. getting into Nazis here. Yeah. <laughs> much more quickly than we did with quickly. the Muppets Carol. <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> and uh, much quicker than they did in The Sound of Music. Yeah. Yes. They, they, they sprinkle around it yes, too much. Yes. And it's, 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 I have it on the cutting room floor where it's like, they, they, they really, like, I get it. It's like th- this movie is made so your 95-year-old granny can enjoy it and like they can just kind of go, he's a Nazi and he's bad. It's all very mm-hmm. broad mm. strokes about like the war and everything. But yeah. to the point where it's almost like a kid's movie. It's like it's, it's oversimplified. The first time there's any mention of Nazis yeah. where you know you get a whiff of Nazis. If you didn't know the story. It's a dinner party. An hour and 10 minutes in yeah. is when Max Rolf delivering a telegram oh, that's it, yeah. says yeah. Heil Hitler yeah. and the captain's like yeah, okay whatever yeah, yeah. kind of waves him off uh, and then the Nazis don't show up for realties until the day after yeah. their wedding until two hours and 19 minutes in yeah. with 36 minutes to go because yeah. the movie is incredibly long yeah it cuts to yeah they're getting married and then it dissolve cuts <laughs> to, to panning the across to, to Nazis goose stepping yeah, yeah. Nazis yeah, yeah. and uh, Nazi flags and yeah. I was like fuck and finally because <laughs> a, a lot of this movie I was like Nazis are going to show up at some point because yeah. I knew she's going to hit the fan I knew they had to escape Nazis I knew that yeah. much about it yeah I didn't know how they did it or who survived or anything like that so I found the last 40 minutes of this movie incredibly 
surprisingly uh, tense. Yeah. And it was yeah. like a, it turned into a kind of a thriller. Yeah. Um, but sure, we'll, like, we'll get to that. Hey, but for the consideration, anything for the Oscar, for the Back Alley Oscars before we tiptoe into the cutting room floor? Well, it did win a lot of Oscars. It did. I thought Julie Andrews, who was nominated, did not win. And I think that's probably because she won for Mary Poppins the previous mm. year. Yeah. But, I mean, she is... My double dip. Incredible. <laughs> Didn't want to double dip. She's unbelievable. Like, her and Plummer were, were, there was friction there during yeah. filming. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and he said it's like... Is he he kind of, was he kind of... <laughs> he hated making it. He hated making it. Hated oh, yeah. making it. Yeah. And he, he, he basically said that it's like, it's like having to act with a... A real life Disney princess. Yeah, she just like hello, hello, chill. And she used to sing "Super Color Fragile" Espeladoche to the kids to calm them down. To calm them it, down. Like when they were getting angsty and getting yeah. bored and like yeah. running around, she would whip out the guitar and yeah. start singing to them like yeah. Maria. And, and he was just like yeah, you know, he, a serious actor trying to yeah. like get cut, you know. And he felt it was sort of beneath him, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and he like, call, like he call, Kevin he McCannister's dad in um, in uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. He, same with him. Oh, the, really? You know, because like, obviously he had a huge career after Home Alone. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. well, he got thrown off a bridge by one of the, by a goon in The Sopranos. That was no, no. The, he killed himself. The, oh, did he? Did he kill himself? Killed himself. Okay, yeah, he jumped off a bridge. Oh, spoiler! Oh, yeah, yeah, oh spoiler! Yeah. But like, he, spoiler he, alert for the first season of <laughs> Sopranos, which yeah. is twenty years older. But the, but there's a lot of that in these kind of movies where there's always somebody with an ego who is like an yeah. ass and then retrospectively say, ah, oh, I should yeah, like in, f- in fairness yeah. to him, because yeah, he called her Miss Disney. Yeah. And then afterwards he was like, yeah, do you know what? I was a douche. Yeah. And she, how, how she's actually... How long after? She's and they're good mates now. Well, yeah. well, he's, well he's dead. dead now. Yeah, he died in, what, February, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Of 2020, yeah. 2021, this year? 2020. R- R.I.P., Captain. Just before COVID. Yeah. But, yeah. but he said afterwards that, like, you know, I was a dick and she was... Yeah. The most professional person I've ever worked with. The, the funny thing about and God, he's gorgeous, it, isn't it, he? He's such a fucking right. Like I, I, I think, like he, <laughs> yeah, I thought like, he really looked like um, Michael Fassbender in this, and I googled it there, and a lot of people feel the same way. They, really, they, a little they, bit. Yeah, I can see. They it. call it. Pl- nah. People call him Plum Bender. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Wait, no, that's a sex move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at it. Look at look at that. Yeah. Give it the old plum vendor. Give the, the yeah, old plum vendor. Actually, that I'd is pretty. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. I would say no. I you definitely see. I it. saw it the other night. Anyway, hey. proportions of his head and everything. <laughs> and he is. I mean, he is a bit. Oh, that's the weird thing because Christopher Plummer. For me, I've only ever seen him as a sort of an older, like much older man. Yeah. In movies, he looks different as a young man. Yeah, like it's not like a Michael Douglas thing. Okay, fair enough. A little bit there. Yeah. Here's the funny thing about Christopher Plummer though. When I was when I was watching one of the the first scenes that he was in, he's um, walking around in his suit with the kids. Yeah. And the car, he's turned like perpendicular to the camera. Yeah. And I can see like he's got a belly, right? Yeah. And I was kind of going, God, I don't, I don't remember him having a belly. Yeah. And I said, I, I said to Paul, I was like, geez, he's a bit, he's a bit chubby in this, is he? And then there's a nurse. Paul's scene. like, he's giving me a chubby, give me a chubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to a nurse scene later on, and he's in this really tight fitting suit, and he looks ripped. Mm. But then in my research, I saw that he was so depressed making the movie that he spent his off time just drinking and eating a lot of Austrian food and, yeah. and, and just like he was so depressed and he Rots, put a, more he, sausages most, Mr. Blabber <laughs> yeah. and he put, he put <laughs> yeah more, more, give me the usual yeah. more plum benders Mr. Plummer and he, <laughs> you want another sausage oh, you want sausage come on this is what we Austrians eat but he, he put on like two stone during the movie and they had to oh, readjust yeah. all his suits 
so he was a bit chubby in some yeah. of the scenes, which I blew my mind because it's I I love when I an observation great becomes triv- trivia. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, and look, I I do have it in my consideration here. I have. Does Paula fancy him? Yes, and yeah. her, and her mother would. Oh Jesus! Anytime, anytime plumber comes on the TV. So does she. No, no. Clear out uh, the room. <laughs> Clear out Jesus, the room. I'd like Captain. I'd love to sweep your poop deck. But, <laughs> but I think every all <laughs> women like plumber, right? In, uh, from then, if yeah. you're a sounding music person. But I have. I, I just yeah. have. I have Edelweiss plumber. Even though he didn't sing it, he was dubbed. But his. That so I was wondering. I that. didn't was know it, that. Was it? Was it his no, voice who, or not? So who sang? Yeah. I have a summer, but I don't have it, it in front of me here. It was a typical like dip, Disney Disney voice get in a, over get, get in a guy, but but you know what? It's one of the best dubbings because in I, a movie I've I, seen. Yeah. I didn't even bother looking that up because I, it looked legit. And to you me. wanted to be him, yeah? Because yeah. you, you know, it's, it's and a, the tone of the voice suited his yeah. face and yeah. his yeah. body, and it yeah, did, it just made sense that and it was him. The fact him. that it's not oversung. It sounded like his voice, yeah, singing. And even the part, you know, we you know when he's singing it, you know, in the reprise at the end, and he and yeah. he breaks, it he kind him, of breaks down. I know, but it's still like he acted it so well. Yeah, I cried. Mm. I cry when people sing together in choir, especially children and um, audiences. So the when the children sang, yeah. that last bit, and when and the, like I cry, I cried a lot. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that, that is that is that is lovely. Yeah, it mm. kind of reminded yeah. me of the, there's a bit in. Um, Paths of Glory, the Kubrick movie, mm. where this uh, lady sings. And, yeah. and it tur- his wife, she, he married her afterwards, yeah. the, the actress, but she sings and everyone just goes kind of quiet and it's just like real quiet. Yeah, it's the, it's the power, of, power of music yeah. and solidarity. Uh, anything else for the consideration before we move into the snippy snip room? I thought the Nazis themselves were handled quite well. Yeah. They mm. weren't cartoonish. They were just basically, you know, lads doing administration. A bunch of smithers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah definitely. The, the, there was nothing. There wasn't anything like you'd have in an Indiana Jones movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thick round glasses and uh, that. the bucks. Fraulein, your, your fire is dying. You know, they were just yeah, yeah. kind of, here's what we're doing. And it, it was a nice kind of undercurrent of threat. Nazi- Nazism. <laughs> Nazism. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like, even even... The characterization of Rolf, mm. who starts off and he's like a horny teen who's clearly 28. And uh, and then he's like, has this little scene with where he, he, he kind of rebuffs mm. uh, the daughter. And he's all, you know, it's got that mm. he's he's, you know, he's the ideology is 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 changing and the propaganda is taking effect. And then he has that kind of struggle yeah. at the end the where, conflict. where he's kind of like, he is just a boy. And he kind of like, I, I thought it was a very realistic portrayal of what was going on at the time. Yeah. He wasn't just like, a, I am, you are not pure and I am the Nazi. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. the Nazis weren't these like evil um, men that you see in like a Marvel movie. Like, sorry, they were evil. Don't get me wrong. On the surface. They didn't look yeah. like. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you continue know, apologizing for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, on the surface, yeah, they were they, just they, ordinary people, or, and like just these blonde, blue-eyed, you know, yeah. Aryan. They all looked like the kid that you see on the Clavita box. Yeah, Clavita you know? cheese. Yeah, that's yeah. what they looked like. Except they they were following this hor- horrendous uh, propaganda. Turns out that kid was a Nazi. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
Nazi cheese. <laughs> Nazi cheese. Favorite cheese. Nazi cheese. And then he got invited over to Adolf. Loved the cheese. Oh, okay. Adolf. <laughs> and it became so First popular. Name terms with but then Hitler. they dropped the Nazi and they just called it nachos, yeah. nachos and cheese then and uh, cheese. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, any, anything else for the Back Alley Oscars, Trey? As, as we've just recently covered um, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. MCC. I loved the puppetry, the, the guest spots of the marionette oh, puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of. I started laughing when I saw it because I forgot that part and um, I was oh, like, I was like how, how have these kids gotten gotten a hold of a bunch of marionette puppets yeah. and mastered mm. mastered Ma- the yeah, art of masters. puppetry yeah. and then I, I had that down as a question and then of course your man the the kind of music leader was like oh well you know you can have them until I have to give them back type of thing so yeah. he just kind of answered the question but um Again, in that in that documentary that I watched, mm. apparently the uh, there was a puppeteering company in Salzburg who were offered the job, offered the gig yeah. of they wanted they wanted them to make the puppets and they wanted them to train the actors and you know train people to use them. Yeah, and this Salzburg company turned their nose up and and they just apparently the, the lady that from the company now who was interviewed said oh I think it was the biggest mistake they ever made because I think they just turned it, turned their nose up at it because they thought it would be too American and not Austrian yeah, or whatever yeah. so mm. it was very hey big mistake big mistake but, <laughs> but I, I did I, I did love that part because I am yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big puppet puppet mm. lover so I, I, just, I had this conversation with Paula last night Bit of friction in the in the house in the brown household <laughs> last night okay uh, I, I have the puppet scene on the cutting room floor Oh no, I love it. Yeah, and I do like it. I do, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to come at this movie from the perspective of it's too fucking long. Why do we have? We have yeah. to cut something from this. Yeah. What's what's serving the plot? What isn't serving the plot? Well, it's it's they're able to yodel in that se- in that scene and and yodeling Which helps them in the mountains. Yeah, and it's <laughs> but but so in it's the skill you need <laughs> you do you need one mountaineering. <laughs> You yodel to, and then you hear it echoed and then you know how far you have to travel. Yeah. Like in, in the original uh, 1956 German film Die Trap Famille. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? It <laughs> yeah. was, the, the music that they sung was, was far more religious. Tra- traditional mm. and, and religious. Yeah. And they did do a lot of yodeling. Mm. And I feel like this was a bit of a a, a bit of a nod to the past, a respectful nod to keep a respectful keep, nod. A, keep a bit of bit of yodeling in and not yeah. over yeah. Disney the film. It was it was the only kind of traditional Austrian sort of music that was in it. Yeah, because everything else was yeah. about and um, the real and Maria von Trapp didn't. Well, she didn't think that Maria that that the that the yodeling was great in the film, and she she oh. she said it to. You're one. You're Julie one. Andrews, she you're said, on. She said it to Julie Andrews and she kind of taught her how to yodel properly after yeah. the film. Oh, Jesus. You're Because she, I think she I'm going to teach you how to shut gates after that horse has already yeah. travelled very Just far away. Just in case away. you yeah. do another yodeling movie. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think because yodeling, yodeling is, is, is like a throat singing thing. And I don't yeah. think she was, she was singing from, from her diaphragm so, the way yeah, it's in, she's it's been in your taught. Adam's apple, isn't it? Yeah. Yodel, She was singing yodel instead of actually... Practicing the art of yodeling. Yeah. Yes. It's the technique of yodeling. Yeah. 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 How's your yodels? Tell you now. <laughs> I tell you now. That's pretty good. 
Yule, yule, yule. <laughs> High on the hill of a lonely goat head. Yule, yule, yule. <laughs> One puppet met another puppet and said hello. Yo, you're little that's like Yoda yodeling. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, uh, uh, Nazi Do we have anything else before you? Like, oh, I, I actually uh, do. I think another back alley Oscar would be best. I think the, it's cast really well. I it think, is, yeah. I think the, the ki- especially the youngest kid, yeah. Greta, like hmm. she's not really acting. She's just, she's just kid. reacting to things. And, and apparently, apparently they cute. cast real kids for this. What do you mean? Like they didn't like you know CGI them or you know <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't cast uh, fully grown adults yeah. and yeah, like, like, shrink them down because people were like, are these animatronic or it's like no 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 we 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 got real kids we for got this. the real deal yeah we bred some kids no but the, Greta in particular the youngest she in every scene she's in she is just staring at you know Maria yeah, yeah. so lovingly and yeah, it's very yeah. cute it is yeah and the way she looks at her papa and her and Maria it's yeah. just very cute and it, it, it took a long time to film and a lot of the kids grew a lot yeah during the her movie especially yeah because yeah. at one point I was going did they recast that kind yeah. of mm. two people playing that but like, they had no, to use like, like a, a what's it called when you use depth of field to kind of show perspective and perspective shooting force, force perspective force perspective perspective and and like fucking mini stilts and having people stand on different things. <laughs> yeah. And what's the Liesel is the eldest, right? She had to stand on a box towards the end because the other kids were getting so tall and she had to show that she was the yeah. tallest. Wow. One kid went from five three to five nine in a six month period. Wow. One so of the lads. One of the lads. He took a spurt because he was probably about <laughs> he took a take, spurt. Thirty. <laughs> I say he took a few spurts. Uh, nope. Okay. Now Trev, come on. Trev, come on. Puberty. It's a, it's a, such a pure and innocent film. Ah, oh, come on. Just sully it with your. <laughs> <laughs> Salty yeah. discharge. Uh, I, I moving on to cutting room floor, if I may. <laughs> Please do. I, I look. I've got the opening credits being too long. I've got Liesel scream after Ralph kisses her. I've got the puppet show, which I, fair enough, we keep it in. But the one thing that I do think we need to cut is the nun singing to Maria that climb every mountain song <laughs> yeah. that goes on for about forty minutes. <laughs> I thought yeah. that that was. My, my interpretation of that was basically her. Saying like you know you're not cut out to be a moon, go and ride yeah. every yeah. man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. song about getting your end away. Yeah, it's a get your end away song. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, it is. I think, uh, like I said uh, uh, before, I would cut the sixteen going on seventeen song. Yeah. I think you could have them meet. Uh, and, th- and and it kind of establishes that Nazis are hanging around. I disagree because I think that's that's very important to show that she was absolutely mad about your man, and so the the. But you could do that with a one minute dialogue scene rather than a fight. I like song. I like the dance number, and as then, well. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big I'm not a big dancey guy. Yeah, but I did like that dance number. Yeah, because it was in the, like, the spherical thing, and yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I also had like maybe we cut the scene where the captain and Maria hook up at the end. It, it, it's drawn out, and there's the song. And oh, he goes to the gazebo. The gazebo, and, back to, yeah. 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 And, oh. they, he's re- and he's really like, he's just broken up with his fia- fiance. No, the, and he's yeah. been really kind of sleazy and but the, creepy. But the breakup with the fiance, I have to say, I thought... She took it well. She took it very well because she basically just went, I'll, I'll stop you right there. Yeah. Actually, I'm breaking up with you. Well, in fairness to him, he was, you know, he kind of came clean and was like, look, th- yeah. this isn't working. Yeah. And they had a very adult... 
sort of conversation yeah, yeah. about it and she was like oh fair enough yeah and then uh, like when she walked away it was like <laughs> there's a bit where there's a scene where she's like bawling her eyes yeah, out yeah. in a carriage going back to <laughs> Vienna or yeah yeah but her whole character because I knew because it came up in the very very long opening credits the Baroness is you know and then she's coming back and I was like alright here's a bit of conflict and in fairness to the character she wasn't like a horrible woman. It's no. not one of those things where you you want him to get with Maria. Yeah. Because she's nasty and she's trying to she does have that one bit where she kinda goes I'm gonna put I'm gonna lock the kids up in boarding school. Yeah, and I'm but she's not like she's not being nasty. She's just she's, she's fighting just, for her corner. Yeah, exactly. You know. She's she's a little bit jealous of Maria and she does yeah. tell her that, you know, she embarrasses her uh, back to the nunnery. Yeah. But she's not... <laughs> Is like, that what it's called? A nunnery? A nunnery, Like yeah. a henry? Yeah, a nunnery. Oh. Um, I, I just call it a convent. Never do Hamlet. Um, <laughs> get thee to a nunnery. Uh, uh-huh. So she's not like a boo-hiss villain. Mm. It's not like in a modern rom-com where yeah. the the, you know, the female lead is going out with a douchebag. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's easier for for um, for her to get together with the nice Tom Hanks character. Yeah. In this, it was more like, yeah, he, it was more realistic in, in a way. Yeah, it was. Realistically. Yeah. Uh, but fair play to the captain for just kind of going, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm apologizing yeah. here. It's not me. It's you. It's not you. It's, it's one of us. It's both of us. <laughs> it's really. both but of us. But it's really. more. It's more. It's more. It's, it's really Maria. Yeah, yeah. Because she's so sexy. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, you got to cut something out, and mm. it is a bit too long. Yeah. And that sixteen going on seventeen is not essential to the plot. Okay. And then you don't have that. Rep- and then you can cut out that scene where she's talking about being in love, and she's saying, "Oh, you're going to feel bad," and then all of a sudden. It'll be great. Yeah. Kind of but he'll forget about you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a bit Machiavellian. You know, she, not her first time chasing off a young one from a fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she knows how to do it. Yeah. And there's kind of, I don't know if it's cutting room floor or like, um, or if it's like just stuff that I don't understand about the movie. But like the captain's character, like he went from being this loving musical man with a lovely family to like his wife dies. And now he runs his house like a ship. And he's walking around in military attire and he with a whistle and like, yeah, you know, it's just grief. I mean, that's how yeah. he's, that's how he's dealing with it. And, you know, he wants to I mean, I don't know how the mother died. It doesn't say how she died. Yeah. But then I suppose if you have seven kids, it, you know, maybe, Not that wreck your head. maybe she was just destroyed after all those kids. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, and just passed, passed away silently. Silently. Um, but he just he he's like. It, on the surface, it's comedic, but like if somebody actually ran their house like that, you'd actually think they were insane. Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, it's the equivalent yeah. of like you know Mary Poppins, the lads that are on the roof firing the cannons. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what he's like. Yeah, he went from being Dick Van Dyke to his wife dying to becoming on the roof shooting cannons off, blowing a whistle. You know, but I, I mean, I, I, I know the actual von Trapp family members, the kids. Yeah, thought the the characterization of the captain was too severe and stern. Yeah. yeah. But I but to be honest, I didn't get that. I think there's like yeah, like he's dealing with grief yeah. and he's got all these kids and he is 
strict, mm. but I didn't think he was like mean spirited or anything. Like, because there is a bit where towards the end where he's saying to Maria, "Look, we fucking we got to get out of here because Nazis have shown up, yeah, and I don't want to be a Nazi." And he tells the the eldest daughter to leave the room, mm. kind of sternly. And then as she's leaving, he gives her like he stops her. Oh yeah, and yeah. sort of does the old gives her the, the hey, here's looking at you kiddo the finger on the cheek and a little rub on the cheek yeah so he is very affectionate to the kids and he yeah. does it does come across that he loves the kids but for me I think it was just he's just dealing with grief yeah and again yeah. that's Christopher Plummer being a serious actor yeah um, I did, so I did find it funny guy. how he as a character his costumes like when she, <laughs> when she first came to the house he was wearing like a military outfit with the lapels and everything yeah and then it cuts then to the nighttime scene. They're having dinner, and he's in like you know he's in another suit, uh, like a, his dinner suit, and then it cuts to when they're doing the uh, fucking raindrops and roses and whiskers and kitten scene, and he comes in and interrupts that scene, and he's wearing like his like pajama suit. Pajama suit, it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like a velour suit with like a velour <laughs> yeah. tie. Like is that, I just imagine like he's wearing like a bananas in pajamas, like you know, <laughs> be- bench suit with a, with a blue and white stripey tie in bed. He just wears suits constantly. Yeah, he's got yeah. a suit for every occasion. <laughs> yeah. re- he changes costume like five times a day. Uh, I, I think that I, I just don't really understand. Like maybe that's how people dressed in the thirties. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, she, uh, Maria makes seven individual outfits out, uh, of, out of one curtain. Yeah, for horrible houseguests for the kids. Yeah, imagine that. It's like, what the fuck have you done to the curtains but, in the room? Like, and then the room's too bright. She's a nut. Like, it's funny. It's only when I saw Animaniacs <laughs> when I was a kid, and they did a spoof on the sound of music. Mm. And when I was watching it, it made me realize that yeah, Maria is a complete. Nut job. She goes into the house, just cutting up the furniture, dressing the kids up as curtains. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, she's only talking to them a few minutes and there's a bit of a thunderstorm and she's like, raindrops and roses and kittens and, yeah. you know, bakers and burgers and uh, pints of Guinness. And it's just all these fucking... <laughs> sh- and, and like, all, she, all the curtains were going to be fecked out in the bin the following day. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know where they should go? The bin! <laughs> not on your child's back they're millionaires like and I'm all hey I'm all about uh, you know um, what's the word reusable fashion guys uh, I'm not a fast <laughs> yeah, fashion yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like come on or like when they're, like they're on the mountain playing football and you know throwing the ball around and she's fucking like they want to have a picnic and a chat and she's like doe a deer a mm. female deer ray a drop <laughs> of golden sun it's like it's happening again lads <laughs> you know make sure she doesn't swallow our tongue <laughs> get a stick put it in our mouth <laughs> she's having a fucking strobe attack but like she's a complete nut job she <laughs> yeah. is yeah so I just kind of ha- I don't know how, I don't have her in the co- obviously her insanity f- serves the plot and feeds these songs but it's just more of an observation, something that I don't fully understand. She's yeah. a bit insane. And that's why they yeah. were more than happy to get rid of her in the Abbey, in my uh, IMO. Although I, I, I was kind of s- not surprised. But their problems to another parish. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the nuns in the movie are like super nice and super supportive. Yeah. It's refreshing, I, isn't it? And I was wondering, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was wondering, I was like, around that time, obviously, because, you know, Irish nuns have oh, yeah. a bad track, rac- track record when it comes to their treatment of, of uh, women, mm. young women. But with this, like, and there is this theme running through the movie of mothers, you know, the, yeah. the, the, their mother is dead, yeah. she becomes a mother, and then the mother superior is her mother, is Maria's yeah. mother, essentially, because when, mm. when, when she hides them, she says, thank you, mother, and, 
and they have a hug oh, and yeah. there's like real genuine affection there. Yeah. But I was thinking, was it different? Were, were the Austrian nuns much, much nicer people than Irish nuns yeah. or nuns in other words? You know, were they corrupt or whatever? Um, and in Salzburg, there still is like um, a, a big a nun, a big nun presence. Yeah. And where she, where the real Maria von Trapp went to, is the oldest nunnery in the world. Oh. And she was a little bit. Uh, she said she had she didn't have ma- much manners, uh, and maybe she wasn't suited to being a nun. Apparently, yeah. They, they asked her like, oh. Does it kind of throw shade on your actual <laughs> nun experience? Yeah, uh, your nun UX, and she was <laughs> like, "No, I was ten times worse." You know, she <laughs> yeah. was like taking, yeah. she was like snorting coke off uh, the local butcher's arse <laughs> on a Friday night, kind of kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> she, I, I, the one thing you were talking about it there, and I thought you were going to touch on it, but you didn't, Ned. So I'm going to touch on it with okay. my Apple pencil. You touch. Um, I'm going to touch away. Then I might touch back. Ooh. The the last. 30 minutes is mm. Nazi town, Nazi yeah. town. Mm. And it's like, oh, the Nazis, and we're going to sing a song at a panto, and we're going to uh, sneak off in the dark, panto. and then they're going to chase us in the graveyard, and then Rolf's going to shine his torches and blow a whistle, and then we're going to escape. They're going yeah. to climb, and then we're going to trek through the mountains on this journey, this, this treacherous journey yeah. through the Alps, mm. and try and get to Switzerland, but really Italy, because where they're really going. That's the interesting part. It's like three hours of like, I think I like him. I like him. Oh, I like his suit, don't I? And oh, is he going to marry her? Is he going to marry? Let's sing about Edelweiss. And then it's like. Let's see Odell with puppets. Yeah. And then it's like a 20 minute synopsis of like Nazis, guns, explosions up the mountains. And like that last 20 minutes, that could be a 10 part Hulu series. You know, Marie and the kids in in the mountains, like fucking. Yeah, I, I thought it took quite some time to yeah. get to the Nazis, you know, and there was a lot of, which is why I'm saying if you cut out some of the absolutely not necessary songs. Yeah. And like people think of Sound of Music, you think the, the Sound of Music, you think Doe, a deer, a female deer. How do you solve a problem like Maria? Mm. Those are the hits. No one's singing 16 going on 17. I mean, I know the song, but yeah. no, and, and no one's definitely singing the song the Climb Every Mountain from a fucking from a nun yeah. who's lived in a nunnery all her life and never left the town what the fuck do you yeah, know about yeah, yeah. mountaineering it's, 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 it's such a it's such a that um, wasn't her first rodeo hey it wasn't her first mountain she was singing about yeah, hey yeah. Climb Every Mountain but yeah it, it was a little bit when I, I and that's why I noted how much time has left now yeah. that the Nazis have arrived and uh, <laughs> there was like yeah 40 minutes <laughs> And I was, but I was genuinely like, that was yeah. the most exciting part of the movie for me when they're pushing the car silently yeah. off the grounds. And I was totally t- taken by surprise because the butler appears oh, yeah. at the window and I just went, oh, the butler's a Nazi. Yeah. And I went, he's going to ring the other guy when they're driving on the road. The Nazi hotline. He's going to yep. ring the Nazi hotline. Tell nine, them. nine, nine. <laughs> if you have a problem, if you see some suspicious activity, if the the captain is going to go to Italy, call nine nine nine. Contact us on the, cell, the telephone. Nazis want to talk to you. <laughs> what, are you saying no, no, no? Uh, but I was like, oh, he's going to ring head, and then 
boom, the Nazis are on the, on the road waiting yeah. for them. And I genuinely went like, fucking hell. What, you came in your <laughs> pants? Came in my pants. <laughs> and, uh, and there was real tension there, like really. Yeah, it was, yeah. And that whole, w- were. I love this little comedic no- shrug when the car turned over by and itself. He's like, yeah, he's like, hey, what are you going to do? I don't know how to drive gas, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, but it was so like, th- that whole thing, because I didn't know, I'd never seen the movie, so I, I didn't know, oh God, is it going to be a thing where the captain gets killed? Ah. Marie and the kids get away. Interesting. And when he's yeah. walking towards Rolf, like that was a really, that was really tense. Yeah. So yeah. A- apparently the the real reason they left, according to the real Maria, is because they were they were already very famous. The mm. Von Trapp yeah. family singers. They'd already done a tour of America. This yeah, point. and um, they were requested to sing for Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't want to do that. They said no. And there was there was archive footage of of Maria, and she's like, "You do not say no to Hitler." <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And then they they that's they, how he shit on so they, many. They women. packed their stuff. <laughs> they packed their stuff, and they yeah went yodeling all the way to. Did they end up in Florida? During well, Italy, for and then Italy. and they're in, they're in the Netherlands for a while. Yes, oh. apparently, and she didn't write about it in her book because some funny stuff happened in the Netherlands. Well, mm. like. It's, it feels like they're going to like worse parts of the world in terms of yeah, World yeah. War Two. Yeah, God. like they're going right into the thick of things yeah. Yeah, by yeah. going to Italy. Yeah, yeah. they want to come. Farewell, to Hitler. Hello, Mussolini. Yeah, <laughs> come, to, come to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, come to Ireland. Come to yeah, a nice, yeah. nice neutral, uh, neutral town. Yeah, you know, the worst that Alleged. happens in Ireland is you just you get less coal and have to turn off the lights at seven. And I mean, if they went to if they went to Switzerland uh, like they do in the movie, mm. that'd be fine until the war ended, and then all the Nazis escaped to Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. they're surrounded by Nazis again. <laughs> yeah, um, Come on, get rid of you fucking Nazis. <laughs> anything else for the cutting room floor, or anything we don't understand about the movie? Um, there's a bit in it where she says. <laughs> The children have, have prepared something very special for you. Like it's a surprise. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I remember just thinking in my head, what is it, a fucking song? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's a song. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, she didn't. Uh, not clearing for it. It's stuff that didn't make sense. I thought the doorbell was very inadequate for the size of the house. Because yeah. when Rolf comes up and rings the doorbell, it just has that thin kind of... Yeah. Like if you're on the other side of the f- of this massive gaff, yeah. which is like 40 square acres, you're not going to hear that doorbell. But he rings the doorbell and four seconds later, the butler opens the door. Yeah. Is he always hanging around by yeah, the door? He, yeah, he just, just sits at the door. And he's the just chair. the welcome butler. Yeah. yeah. Like, does he do anything else? He's just <laughs> the welcome butler. Yeah, he's, he's just there to like welcome Like your man people. from The Wizard of Oz. Not he's nobody, not know how. He just little head sticks out the door. <laughs> he answers yeah. the door and, he's, and he stands at the window <laughs> to see if anyone's <laughs> trying to escape <laughs> yeah, yeah. from to na- Nazi-occupied from Nazi town. Yeah, yeah. Austria. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, he's the in-out guy. Yeah, that's if it. they're coming in and going out, that's my job. I keep tabs. Um, do you put Tom Hanks in the movie, Dre? <laughs> well, I probably would have. Um, Before you, do you know he, he could be he, he could be the the music man, the the man who yeah, like, because it's not too far off his role in that film. That thing you do, that thing you do. Like yeah. he could, you know, he comes in, he's like, ah, oh, so why? What's that? You know, you guys are yeah. you guys have talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. you know when he's doing his Italian yeah. thing. Yeah. But uh, 
I, like I, w- I definitely I wouldn't replace Christopher Plummer. No, you know, and mm. watching this film again the other day, almost like Christopher Plummer was <laughs> almost overtaken the Tom Hanks. Really? Oh my oh. God, he's absolutely mm. plum crush. Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I got a plum crush. I got a plum crush for you. And the fastbender thing, I'm just like, you know, because you know, plumber's obviously dead now. I have to focus my energy on the living, so I will <laughs> start to focus more on fastbender now. And he's a carry man. He's he's bound to you be like back fastbender? there. Yeah, really? Who doesn't? Yeah, he's alright. The film Shame made me feel a bit sad <laughs> watching it. I was like, come on. Make a few. Go back to X Men, please. <laughs> Me too. After that opening scene, I felt a little inadequate. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'll probably cut this out. But apparently, Fassbender, when he was acting in New York, he used to love to get his cock out. No, <laughs> he used to be known to frequent a certain bar, an Irish bar. Mm-hmm. So women would go there to pick him up, <gasps> and he would go in on like a random night after filming or what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> And he'd know the barman. He'd go, oh, Johnny, any for me tonight? And Johnny Johnny go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he'd take down the pint glass and he'd be just like a load of like uh, names and numbers I've heard in the this glass. before. And he'd, hmm. he'd just give them and he'd just take them all out and he'd be like, oh, that's a good one there, that one. She was nice. But yeah, women would go and write their <laughs> write their phone numbers down. What's the name of this pub? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where's it? Manhattan? It's in Manhattan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's married. He's married now. Yeah. 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 Too fast, too furious. <laughs> That's, we'll what they, that's what they call them. That's what they call them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like your sex, very fast and very intense. Uh, yeah. Trev's trivia. When the boat tip, this is actually, I, I, this is something my auntie told me when we were watching it, like when I was a kid, and something that just, uh, it's still real. It's not a making up trivia. Nazis were real. You know, the Nazis were real. They didn't make them up for the film. <laughs> you know, Nazis are from Germany, Trevor. <laughs> the, when the boat tips over, um, when they're all rowing the boat when yeah. the when the Baroness is there and Julian and wave, gets dripping wet yeah. and she does Julianne gets very wet yeah. She, yeah. Mm. but the little girl nearly drowned <gasps> in, in that scene because she, oh, she couldn't swim or something she couldn't really swim yes. she, they were all meant to fall forward and they're like this is uh, this is like a 60s this is a 60s film set like yeah, yeah. for the safety of the child who can't swim uh, the director was like okay guys when the boat tipples over you everyone just fall forward and you're going to catch the girl as you, and you're going to support her because you can't put a life jacket on it you know it's yeah. not realistic yeah, yeah. but the kid fell backwards you and everyone fell forward underneath her costume you could do yeah, yeah. I, but but with the eldest daughter Liesel swam around the boat and grabbed her and then but as she's coming out of the war she's smiling up at, at Maria and she's just laughing at what happened it's like she's too young to realise that she almost died but, <laughs> but Liesel actually looks like she, she shook yeah, and yeah. it looks like just good acting but it's not. She she's rescued shook. a child who nearly drowned. Wow. So she's actually properly shook. Oh my God. It was the 60s though, yeah. They used to kill an average of two or three kids accidentally. Every movie. Every movie. Yeah. <laughs> even, if, even if there were no kids in the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just from the they'd, canteen or something. They'd use them to hold up the tinier lights so they wouldn't get, they wouldn't get in shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Charmaine Char- Carr is the girl who played Liesel. Her and Plummer Almost hit it off. Yeah. A lot of sparks flying there. She was 22. She was only... Yeah. She was a year older than Julie Andrews. Because Julie Andrews... Yeah. You were saying, Dre, er, when we were coming in, we had a little bit of a chat in the car. Yeah. Julie Andrews was 21. A pre-pod chat about the movie? Sorry. Well, guys, come on. we got well, rules here. When Ed got into the car, I was singing along to the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also heard... that You know, at the... It was in that documentary as well, Ed. I think it was this child. I'm, I'm pointing at a picture here. So, 
in the last scene where they're walking over the mountain mm. and he has one of the children on, on his, his back, back. Yeah. Mm. Um, they had to do that a few times and he was actually walking with her for a long time mm. and Christopher Plummer was complaining that like she was getting heavier and heavier oh, yeah. Yeah. and he was walking with her and then in an interview this woman did like 40 or 50 years later I don't know how long apparently she said oh well apparently a few years later he said that he wouldn't mind me on his back then and it was it was this it was the weirdest because then it just cut to like her as a child, uh, yeah. like and it was it was such a strange what, little. So a few years later, when she had grown up, when she, yeah, oh, sorry, okay, when yes. like yeah, like when she was a grown. He didn't woman. say to her when she was a child. Yeah. No, he said to her when okay, I guess he you. he said she, a few she, years when when she was a grown woman and he was, was like, being interviewed uh, and he said uh, I wouldn't uh, mind her on my back, back now oh. and she mentioned it and she just was like ha. Huh. And it was just oh, yes, weird. So weird. I, w- I wouldn't mind being pegged by her now. On my back now. What the hell? Yeah, because uh, he was what thirty five, yeah. and she was twenty two. The, the daughter. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Imagine being so like cantankerous as a thirty five year old man in, for this film. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he's. I suppose, it just proves that like when you're good looking, you can with get Alec away Guinness. with anything. He acted with like you know the the, the greats, but and, and then he's coming to this movie. Yeah. You know, Robert. Well, I suppose Robert Wise would have been a legend. Then he directed um, West Side Story. West Side so he, Story. He was already yeah. like a the day of the earth stood still. Yeah. Star Trek the motion picture. Well, not yet. He didn't direct that one yet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he was about to. Yeah. Um, Here's a, my favorite fact from this movie is when this movie was really <laughs> when this movie was released in South Korea, it did so much business that uh, theater started showing it four or five times. Did you read this? Yeah. <laughs> and one th- one theater in Seoul tried to figure out a way to get it shown more often. They wanted to get more shows in a day, so they had this genius idea of editing the movie and cutting out all the songs. So they shortened the movie <laughs> just to just to get more oh in. Oh my god! And then I, I I delved into that. I did a bit of digging on that fact, and it's true fact. It is true. Yeah. And they couldn't. They, but it didn't work. I, yeah, I read that and, and thought, oh, that's not true. Yeah, right? I, but it, it didn't work. Like obviously, because and you couldn't figure it out. He was like, well, like hmm, I shortened it, and I'm showing it more, and our numbers are dropping. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. the sound of music. You're cutting out the music. Hmm, it's yeah. like looking at an hmm. action movie, going, oh, these action scenes are a bit too long. I'll cut them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Show it more. Yeah. Uh, Fred Astaire was considered for the role of Max, which I thought would have been a great casting. Fred Astaire yeah. would have been Uncle Her, Max. Uncle Max, yeah. 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 I, 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 and yeah. for me, Max kind of almost has a bit of a, a stare energy about mm. him when, he, when he's... Mm. Um, um, Audrey Hepburn was wanted for Maria, which mm. would have been interesting. Doris Day was offered the role, but Audrey she turned Hepburn it down. wouldn't be earthy enough for me. No. and Dor- Doris Day could have pulled it off. Doris mm. Day could have pulled yeah. it off. Doris Day would have been a bit more old, timely, kind of like, yeah. you know... Don't know what my hands on my hips there, but like you know, yeah. you know, it's Clammy uh, Jane. No, that's that's a movie we should cover at some point. <laughs> what a movie! Wow, wow! <laughs> what a broad! Uh, what a broad! What a broad! Some of the kids, some of the kids in it as well are like uh, trying to do Austrian accents. There's yeah, like a, a taste of it, but then the rest of them are just American. And yeah. Christopher Plummer is American. But in that sort of posh American that almost sounds like an English accent. Yeah. It's like, we are proud Austrians here. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. want to bow down to you Nazis. <laughs> Is that John Wayne? You know. <laughs> yeah. Walter Matthew was uh, was was pegged with... Matthew. Matthew. Sorry, I always say Matthew. Walter Matthew was pegged for Captain Von Trapp. Pegged? 
Christopher Plummer uh, wrote him up the bum okay uh, whatever you're into he would have been a weird and Peter Finch and Bing Crosby as well so guys as we navigate our ways through the Swiss Alps and look for a new hope while we're watching Descent of Music uh, on our, <laughs> on our phones, phones on our phones <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 the 4G is really patchy in these mountains <laughs> let's before we make the decision let's get those phones out and look on IMDB and see what the one star guys are saying guys it's one star review section <laughs> uh, Matthew Capitino uh, <laughs> which is very um, with sugar hey which <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> uh, he wrote this uh, IMDB review uh, again in December 2011 this time and the title of this review is The Hound of Music oh <laughs> did there? nice woof woof <laughs> I, w- I would have called the sound of Muzak. That's what I would have. Oh, done. I would have called it the sound of Balsack. That's fr- that's even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he opens with. So it's obviously he's not going to like this. He opens with musical suck. Why did you watch it then? Mm. And this dog is no exception. Let's review this mutt of a movie, shall we? I get it. He's talking about the hand of music, mm. and he's keeping the metaphor mm. going. He's a clever guy. A quirky nun gets a job as a nanny to convey. To a sorry, to a convoy of um, pompous brats. She's not bad looking. <laughs> so the ship captain slash father of the little ingrates wants to make a move on her, but he'll have to catch her in between tunes because she can't seem to go five minutes without crooning poetic about the birds, the trees, and whatever's on the dinner menu for tonight. Musicals are the stupidest kind of movies. Two blubbering, two blubbering idiots talking gibberish until one of them bursts into song. Wait, are they talking about the film or the podcast? Just the genre. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting very meta. It's getting very meta. Uh, what the hell? You can have them. I've never seen somebody say that in a movie. You can have them. Sounds, sounds like this person is jealous. Yeah, yeah. If I the, wanted the captain. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to peg that man. I wanted to peg that man. If the captain had any brains, he would have grabbed that baroness chick, jumped on the love boat cruise to a South Sea island and made her dance naked in a bamboo cage. I didn't really screen that review before I brought it Whoa, to the podcast. This guy's horrible. But the reason why I had to review it is that there's only one one star review available currently for it. And that was the only one that was wow. present there. Well, that's, that says a lot about the movie. Yeah. It says a lot about the movie. But do we agree? Guys. No. No, I don't know. I mean... Ed, you go to, first here now. To, to me... Um, Oh, are we going with our vault? Is it going with the vault? Is it in or is it out? For me, that guy is a fucking idiot mm. because musicals, whether you love them, I know you guys love them. Love them. When I see a good one, because it is perfect escapism, and you know you can't have it in any other medium. You can't have it in a book. Um, it, 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 does, it doesn't work. So, yeah, if you don't like musicals, don't watch a musical. But... It, it is something that is unique to yeah. movies. And, yeah, like, I, I'm not a huge musical guy, but when I see one that really, really works, it, like this one, yeah. it really, really works. Yeah. And there's stuff in it that made me um, laugh because it, it was kind of silly. Yeah. When I was, like, when, when she gets married and it's like, a, it's like a royal wedding. Yeah, yeah. And the captain is there wearing the most resplendent costume. It's yeah. like he's marrying a boat. And she's walking. Her walk- dress was thirteen foot long. She's walking up the aisle, and what made me laugh was she's walking up at the aisle, not to "Here Comes the Bride." She's walking up to everyone singing a choral version of "How Do You Solve a Problem yeah, Like yeah. Maria." She's walking up the it's aisle to her own. Cheek. 
Mm. It's her, she's got her own theme theme tune play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, um, that's ego. Absolutely. Yeah. But I thought Julie Andrews in particular mm. is fantastic in it. Yeah, she because is. she plays it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's vulnerable. She's unsure of herself. You know, but she has that confidence song when she's when she's going to the place, which which we didn't talk about. But it's fantastic. That song yeah. was written specially for the movie. Yeah, it wasn't in the stage show. Mm. And it's, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that like that really. I mean, that's an essential song. Yeah. Whereas sixteen going seventeen is not essential. Yeah. And there's some beautiful shots on it. There's a wonderful shot of the two of them silhouetted in the in the gazebo. There's mm. a lot of these shots where the center of frame is. Uh, the person and then it's but it's perfectly symmetrical Mm. Mm. like when she's going in when she's leaving the house and when she's arriving at the house and when she leaves kind of in the middle of the night yeah yeah and just 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 great shots great camera movement Robert Wise is a fantastic director like genuinely uh, um, terrifying uh, last half hour Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen it was very very tense and just kind of one of those things, like the uh, like singing in the rain, it, it just transcends. Uh, there you go. It just transcends uh, everything, and it just kind of, it, it, and and the technicolor aspect of yeah, that as yeah. well. It's yeah. just got this. It's like seeing color for the first time. Yeah, it's Wizard yeah. of Oz type. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's completely unique and transports you away yeah. to a different place. I'm and a DS guy. And uh, yeah, and it just looks fantastic and very enjoyable. Um, even the bits that dragged on a bit too much, I've still thought they were kind of funny, like the nuns singing full tilt. And it's obviously not her yeah, yeah. singing. Yeah. And yeah. She's not even opening her mouth wide enough to get those notes. Yeah. But you believe it. Climb every mountain, ride every dick, marry the captain and get out of this place quick try innuendo so yeah it's going in the vault absolutely in hard baby put it in the vault Trey what about you oh 100% in the vault and like you were saying there about the song um, I have confidence in that in in that number uh, when she's walking through the archway in Salzburg the oh, real yes. Maria von Trapp oh. is an extra in the background no way and she's, yeah. she's it's she's kind of Far in the background, but it is whore. It is whore. It is whore. It is whore. It's whore. You want Maria? And she fell during the take. Oh, God. She tripped up. No, no, like uh, Judy Andrews fell. Oh, right. And uh, she tripped, but they kept it in because it looked, because it was such the dichotomy of somebody falling while they're singing I Have Confidence. Yes. It's humorous. It's a humorous quip. I I thought that was, now we we should put a link to the the YouTube uh, link to that. BBC documentary yeah. about the real Von Trapp because oh, it's, yeah. it's very it's interesting very but yeah I thought it was funny that they had her as an extra but not like you know she gives her a flower or something and she's like you know yeah. in the you know in focus she's yeah. like literally a tiny figure it's like it's like a, it's like a Hitchcock cameo yeah it's like, but, a, yeah. It's like a Bigfoot you know? sighting yeah yeah you know where you don't it's not even a Hitchcock cameo because yeah. a Hitchcock you can point him out yeah you can't even see her face she's just like literally Okay. A, a, a yeah, half yeah. an inch in the very, very background, yeah. out of she focus. Was, but she was still on the run from the Nazis, so she probably didn't want to main. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she never stopped. <laughs> yeah. she, never yeah. stopped. Yeah. she never stopped running for the Nazis. Um, but no, Ed, it's it's one hundred percent in the vault for me. Like it's it's another one of those films that just cheers me up on those mm. on you know on those days where you need uh, you need an old cuddle. Yeah, a film cuddle. 
It's it's a it's a real duvet day film. It's a duvet day film, yeah. It's a it's a bowl of soup for me. Yeah, it's a nice big warm bowl of chicken broth. Um, <laughs> did I just when you have the when you have the flu? You want to have the flu? Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with you. I for me it's in as well. I think it's one of the best musicals ever made. Possibly, yeah. Like, have you like, seen Miss Saigon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that have you seen Newsies? Uh, <laughs> hey, that's my cigar. You'll smoke another. Um, but yeah, Sound of Music in the Vault. One of the yeah, one of my favorite childhood movies as well. Mm. It, it, I watched it a lot as a kid, and yeah. What what more can we say? Yeah, like for me, who I'd never seen it until this week. Yeah, but. F- same with Singing in the Rain where you you gave me the, your yeah. Blu-ray copy of that because I'd never seen it and I have no connection to it from my childhood but it's just a good quality old school yeah. movie yeah. that is very very well directed and yeah. there's no kind of uh, there's no shame in it being a musical yeah. like unlike Christopher Plummer no one else involved in it is, is ashamed to be yeah. a part of it because but it is that yeah, different uh, genre that you only get in cinema, and it's funny because people say that people say that a lot, like "Oh, I hate, I hate musicals," and 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 people say I hate musical comedy, and it's yeah. like, well, no, you hate bad musical comedy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like any art form in its most derivative state is going to be something that you're going to not like. Yeah, but well done, and it's fantastic, and it's like, like I, it's like oh, like. Toys would never uh, talk, so I'm not going to watch Toy Story. Yeah. Or fish can't speak, so I'm not going to watch Finding Nemo. Yeah. It's like people don't sing when they're when they're walking around. It's like, well, like, like they do, and but, but yeah. not, not like that. But Germans would never occupy Europe. No watching, <laughs> no watching Banner Brothers. No way we watch Banner Brothers, <laughs> Schindler's List, or any of that stuff. Yeah, you, yeah. C- you can have a too far fetched. You can yeah. have a preference for genre. Uh, yeah, but if something's done really well, yeah, it does. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. And I think this is one of those films that transcend the genre that it's in. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're anti or, or, or pro musicals. You're going to love this. Yeah, like the musical Hamilton, Ed, which you should watch at some point. <laughs> which came up as, as a suggested, suggested yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. thing for me to watch. Yeah, when the credits were were rolling on. Bit music. of a lazy algorithm talking to you there. Ed. Yeah, I got I got an email from Now TV saying. It looks like you enjoyed Succession. How about you try this? And I showed a photo of Dexter. I'm like, that's nothing like Succession. What are you talking? It's just an American <laughs> drama. The algorithm should have shown me Mary Poppins. Uh, you yeah. enjoyed the sound of music. This is essentially the same kind of thing. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> exactly. Almost. What are musicals of Nazis in them? Um, Spring Time for Hitler, The Producers. The Producers. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. example. Yeah. But anyway, look. Shin the Vault. In there with all the rest of them. Bing Bamboozy, Sound of Music, Hills are Alive, The Vault is Alive, We're In, We're Out, Merry Christmas, Enjoy Yourself. If you're listening to this during Christmas week, have a slice of turkey, have a bit of stuffing. Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourself. Don't go back to work too soon. And if you're back and your bosses aren't back yet, just stay online, but just wiggle the mouse and just take it yeah. easy for a few days. Take a handy. Wiggle the mouse. <laughs> Ease yourself into next year. Don't go too crazy. Have a relax in January and we'll see you soon. Lots of love and thanks for listening this year, guys. See you Good later. Good night and God bless. Bye.